0: Hello. Welcome to the Impact Sports on My name is Andrew Hayes. I will be hosting this show once every week. Um maybe someday we'll we'll have some people on here live to chat with me. Right now, it's just me. Um So yeah, every week, gonna give you the breakdown, stats, the inside scoop on all things Michigan State basketball. Um follow me on twitter that is izonhaze22 um yeah i'll uh, i'll try to keep you updated we'll be doing and check the website impact uh, impact89fm.org/sports obviously you already found it if you're listening to this um lots of lots of content coming recaps feature stories lots of good stuff anyway this is the first show, and I'm way behind in all of the information that I should be getting to you. Uh, Midnight Madness happened two weeks ago, or ten days ago. Pretty cool event. Never been to it before. Um, but, yeah, everybody wanted to know what uh, what Izzo was going to do this year to, uh, to make his grand entrance. And uh, he and his wife pulled quite possibly the biggest... Uh, they, they fooled me. That's all I can say. Here's Lupe Izzo uh, before Izzo came out on the camp. Well, every year uh, we kind of think about wh- how, what it is that we can do to top the next year. So constantly thinking, you know, throughout the year what he could do. And he was kind of struggling this year what to do. I mean, he's been here forever, and he's done so many things that it just, kind of getting a little bit harder to be coming up with something yeah. new to top the next year. But, um, you know, they've come up with something and between Tom and actually my sister-in-law said, you know, you've done everything but being shot off a cannon. And so they thought about it and I said, forget it. You're not gonna be thrown out of a cannon. You just forget that one, going to do it. But lo and behold, He's doing it? So that's what you went with? That's what we how went you, with. How do you feel about oh, it? I'm kind of nervous about it. Cannon. So she did that, and then she went and carried on and and made everybody think she was worried, and then when it came down to it, it turned out Izzo didn't get shot out of a cannon. Some other, I think her name was Jennifer. Maybe not Jennifer. Stephanie. Stephanie was her name. Yeah, they uh, pulled the old Texas switch and fooled just about everybody in the stadium. And, uh... I called it as soon as all, there were too many players gathered around coach after that happened, and also the girl who who got shot out of the cannon. Way too athletic to be Tom Izzo, but uh, the game that was the the Midnight Madness game, twenty minute game, green versus white. Um, I don't know. It, you can't take anything away from that game. There's, a, it's like that would be like analyzing a a Globe Trotters game. They they looked good. They they ran a lot. I think that was that was the biggest thing that you could take away from it. Um, they said that they want to run more coming into this year. I think getting rid of Knicks really allows them to do that. <clears throat> um, but they having everybody not injured this in this off season is is great. I know Gary Harris. Uh, what do he do? Sprained an ankle, something like that during the off season. Kept him in a boot for like a week, something like that. Not a huge deal. Um, but yeah, I think this is one of the most exciting years, I think, for Michigan State basketball in recent memory, because with the exception of Knicks, and I'm not downplaying the loss of Knicks, because obviously you need a big man to compete in the Big Ten with the likes of McGarry and, uh, Jordan, um, Jordan, what's his name? I can never remember. Jordan Morgan, thank you. Um... Jordan Morgan from both those guys from Michigan. You got the big guy Kaminsky at uh, Wisconsin. Uh, you gotta have a you gotta have some solid big men. Um, and obviously Payne's gonna do what he does, but uh, they need production out of Costello and or Ghana. Um, at the media day, uh, Coach Izzo was asked about who he sees being more the main backup to Payne or the complementary guy to Payne. Uh, this is what he said on that. So, based on what he said, Costello's gonna be the guy, and uh, I can't blame him on that i think I think gone is still gonna get playing time because obviously you can't have pain out there for forty minutes a game. It's just not gonna work um but uh but, yeah, I think Costello really played into that or played his way into that replacement spot for Knicks last year um but uh but yeah, it's gonna be. It's going to be – this should be a good year, and I say this every year. I don't really care about the regular season too much. Obviously, love to win a Big Ten regular season title because um, that's I, – I mean, I I think that's one of Izzo's main goals every year um, is, is win that Big Ten regular season. Obviously, you want to do well in the Big Ten tournament because you do well in the Big Ten tournament, and that's only going to help you for the NCAA tournament. Um, but the biggest thing is they <laughs> – they have to avoid injuries because that killed him last year. Um, having, having, uh, Gary Izzo said he, he, he really thought that something was bothering Gary Harris all throughout the, uh, all throughout last year. Um, I think he's, he's dealt with that. Uh, I think he's rehabbed it. And I think this off season, he looks bigger. He looks stronger. Um, and his shot just based on what I saw at Midnight Madness is it's it's outrageously smooth. It's so smooth and uh and it's really fun to watch. Um uh I think let's see, who else are we looking at here? Dawson Brandon Dawson, if he has a jump shot this year, he's he's easily one of the best best players in the Big Ten easily. The guy can jump out of the gym. Um, That's all. uh, We asked Adrian Payne at the media day about Brandon Dawson, or somebody asked Adrian Payne at the media day about Brandon Dawson. And all I could say is the dude just throws down monster dunks. And I think, I mean, that's, that's awesome. But last year teams knew that he would throw down monster dunks and they saw that and they said, we're going to make him beat us with a jump shot. And his confidence wasn't there. Um, for His confidence about his jump shot wasn't there yet. Uh, I think mostly because he last offseason, he didn't have time to work on his skills. He didn't have time to work on his shot. He didn't have time to work on his free throws. Those type of those skills. He had to worry about his knee. And talking to him during the media day... You can just see this dude is ready to go. He wants to go out there and show people that now that he's had an off season to to produce, he is he's he's chomping at the bit to get out there and get after it. Um one guy that I'm really rooting for this year and I've given him a lot of grief over the years um is uh is Russell Bird. I know and he hasn't produced much. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries since he came in. I, I didn't know this until last year. Russell Bird was recruited by Kentucky, like pretty heavily recruited by Kentucky. I don't know if that ended up falling through when he got injured in high school, what happened, but um, he's uh, he seems, you can tell talking to that guy that he just wants to prove to Izzo and to himself that he deserved to be that highly recruited, and he kept saying he he kept saying it. He said, "I gotta make sure." Here, here's the audio, so you can hear it. The dude just wants to prove that he was worthy of all that hype coming out of high school and worthy of being called a premier shooter, which is not something that that guys just you know throw around. Um, but let me tell you. Folks, if this team can avoid injuries and, and get their star players to play like they can, this this is one team that can that can go. I'm not gonna call a national championship. It's too easy to call that. They're the number two team in the nation by every single or just about every poll that I've seen. Um, I think the Kentucky game is going to tell me a lot because historically those Michigan the Michigan State teams that I've seen they lose that game to Kentucky. You go back. You think about when they played North Carolina. What was that? Two thousand nine? I want to say two thousand ten. Um, and they just got smoked that first game, and then later in the year, obviously they got smoked again in the final four or in the national championship. I beg your pardon. Um, but I, th- I th- uh, obviously the the. The preseason games are fine. First preseason game is tomorrow, by the way. Uh, 7, what are we at? 7.30, 7 Um, o'clock. Let's see here. We've got 7 o'clock, East Lansing against Grand Valley. That's the first exhibition. Um, Yeah, two exhibition games and then a regular season game against McNeese State, which might as well be another exhibition game. I, I take that back. I don't know what kind of talent McNeese State is rolling out this year. That could be a trap game. Looking forward to Kentucky. But yeah, November 12th. Circle it on your calendar. Tattoo it on your inner thigh. Remember that date. That's going to be a huge game. And I think it's going to be this is against Kentucky. Champions Classic Chicago-Illinois. Um, I think that's going to tell you just about everything you need to know. Is is I think it's a good uh, litmus test for this team. It's going to tell you where how much carryover from last year that they have um obviouslynicks is going to hurt. I didn't even think about this until media day. Um, Izzo talked about his passing and his ability to pass down low, and i think I hope that's something that um that they can that they can build on um that ghana and uh and Costello have seen and understand that that's really important for this team because if Keith Appling can get his shooting down or get his shooting right if they can get Dawson to get his shooting right i'm not worried about Travis Trice or uh, or Gary Harris those two guys can shoot the lights out all day um i think i think yeah i, I all i can say right now is that, the, 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 that this should be a scary team to anybody because they can go they can go heat, I th- th- and that's what I expect this year. To be honest, is I, I expect a Heat type, Miami Heat type offense. You get, you get Gary Harris, uh, Keith Appling, Brandon Dawson, Denzel Valentine, and uh, Adrian Payne. That that would that's the starting five I want to see. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know. I know Izzo has said he wants to run more, and I think that lineup uh aids itself or yeah, it it's it's the right personnel to run. And obviously you can bring in Trice um should anybody get gassed. Um Costello's gonna be in there. Um I think Bird's gonna see more playing time this year because he's uh he's gotten a lot. Uh, from everything that i've heard anyway he's uh he's gotten a lot better as uh as izzo said um you find out the difference between the 2pm shooters and the uh and the game guys 2pm being the time that they start warming up for <clears throat> excuse me for games um but yeah i uh i don't know i i always say for michigan state just get me to March, because this will get me to March and get me a five through one seed in the NCAA tournament, and this team's going to do something—Sweet Sixteen minimum, as far as I'm concerned. And and uh, obviously, I'd prefer a four to one, just because that five twelve can always get a little sticky. But uh, but yeah, uh, this team is God—it's looking good. Really tough to not be excited about this. I'm usually very cautious coming into into these seasons just because being a lifelong Cubs fan, I I expect my teams to, to disappoint me and and just not even disappoint me, just absolutely crush my soul. But it's really tough to not just go all out for this team. Not go all out, but just buy in one hundred percent because like I said, and they've had this happen before, where they return one starter when they lost. Um, Kalen Lucas, what was that? Two, two, three years ago, two thousand ten. I think that's right. Um, and you know they that was the year after that they they made it to. They made it to the uh, to the national championship. Everybody said, "All right, we lost Kalen Lucas. We're fine coming back." We're going to the national championship again for sure. And then people kind of realized that uh, you lose one guy and it can change a lot. And obviously I'm not saying that um, the Derek Nix is anywhere n- near the kind of point producer that Kalen Lucas was. Um, Kalen Lucas was just so sick. Let's see. He was... I don't know. The dude was just outrageous. Um, but you think back and Nick's, Nick's really from going from the the big fat kid his in early in his college career to this really like deceptively athletic. And usually that's that's reserved for white quarterbacks in the NFL. But that guy could move he had quick feet. He had quicker feet than I've ever seen on a big guy. Um and it was fun to watch. And I think I think it all depends on how State deals with his loss. If they want to still run that type of two big man offense, I don't think that's gonna happen. I, I it can't, realistically. I don't think uh I don't think Costello or Ghana is a big enough presence down low that they can do that. Um but we'll see, like I said, all the reports are saying that Isel wants to run and gun, and I am one hundred percent okay with that, but you'd like to have a big man that can come and uh can come and uh you know make a difference down low there it is um the 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 thing that's huge this year is Michigan state's strength of schedule I think is I saw their their RPI is nine. They're not, or it's it's the ninth best in the nation. I don't remember how the RPI numbers work, but it could just be nine. Um, but uh, I mean, they've let's see, they play Kentucky's second game of the year. That in and of itself is outrageous. Um, play UNC here in East Lansing for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. That's gonna be awesome. I I don't I don't I can't think of another um non-conference game that that will be that that was that will be as big or I can't remember another huge non-conference game here in East Lansing like that. Um that's going to be that's going to be sick. Um they play Texas and then you get into the Big 10 schedule Indiana, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan. These are all teams that are their top, I think there's, what, five teams from the Big Ten in the top 15 preseason, and obviously that's going to change. But Michigan State's strength of schedule helps them so much, and I think it's... I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. I think it's something that the football program could learn a lot from. Because right now, Michigan State's 7-1, and and they're barely cracking the top 25 because they played three marshmallows at the beginning of the year, lost a bad game to Notre Dame. And then uh, they've just kind of coasted through this soft Big Ten schedule. Anyway, getting back to my sport, the basketball. Um, the one thing that stinks that I'm really not happy about is... Uh, Michigan State only plays Wisconsin once, and it's in Madison. The Kohl Center is just a tough place to win, man. It is just, I don't know what it is. Um, I could give you a 20-minute tangent on Bo Ryan and just um, how I feel about that guy, but we're going to leave that alone because I think I might get in some trouble for that. Um, And one game that's, that's just snuck in there, is uh is Michigan State plays Georgetown. Uh let's see. I think that's the Super Bowl Saturday. Yeah, it's February the 1st, so I'm going to assume that that's Super Bowl Saturday. Um that's a weird game <laughs> to just fly into uh fly into New York for the night. It's at Madison Square Garden. Um it's probably not for the night they'll probably go to all the festivities there, but just right in the middle of the big ten schedule got Georgetown that uh this non conference is is awesome it's i would love I would love to have a Michigan state go M- Michigan state basketball team go undefeated one year. that'd be super, but I would rather have it be an undefeated Michigan state basketball team when they play the likes of Kentucky and North Carolina and Texas and Georgetown in their non-conference. Those are four teams that will probably end up top 20. With the ex- I don't know about Texas. That's the only I, I can't say about Texas. But North Carolina is always a powerhouse. Kentucky, I mean, they're Kentucky. It's Calipari. And as much as I want to say that dude, Cheats to get players, I don't have any proof, so can't say that, but um, it's uh it's a heck of a schedule it's a s- it's an awesome schedule um and they uh and I hope they make the best of it. I really do because all the uh everything that I've heard, is so, is so excited. And you can tell listening to Izzo talk about this team that he expects big things. He doesn't want to say national championship, but he says things like, this is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This is, you know, this is one of the best group of guys I've ever had. One thing that absolutely blew my mind during the media day, Izzo talked about, um. What's his name? Uh, Draymond Green came back this summer, and was uh, and was hanging out with the guys, working out with them, I guess, and uh, and he he said to Izzo, Coach, I would kill to play for this team. That is impressive, for for a guy to come back, and I've come back, just in high school, thinking of you know. I I would come back and see the guys that are on the team and that's not always something that jumps to your mind, but for him to come back and just see them interacting and the way that they work together and for him to say that, that he would kill to play for this team, play with this team. That's, that's some pretty high praise. And I, I don't think Draymond's the kind of guy that just walks around and throws that out. Um, it's going to be it's going to be exciting and uh and I'm I'm so jacked that I get to come in here once a week and tell you guys what I think about it and uh and I get to go and and see this team and uh and hopefully it's going to be a heck of a ride you know like I said though get me to march let's see what this team can do in march because uh you know, you don't want to skip the regular season, obviously. Well you need to play the regular season so that we can get a we can get a ranking. But uh this team is I think it's something special. I really do. And uh I wasn't old enough to really remember the two thousand run. Um the Kal- the the year that they that they made it to Detroit, um, with Kalen Lucas, uh I don't know. That team, you knew they were going to run in, run into that buzzsaw of North North Carolina, and uh, I think Tyler Hansborough was still on that team. Ugh. Talk about just hard-o-city. 2009. That was the last time. Nope. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't 2009. It was 2009. But... That team, they they seemed good. I don't want to say that they, coming into it, I was thinking, yes, there's a serious chance that we can go Final Four. Um, but I think this team, it's, it's hard to not think that. But the biggest thing is, and it happens seemingly every year, there's going to be an injury. One of the Michigan State's big guys is going to get injured. I don't know who it's going to be, but I can almost – guarantee that maybe five games in somebody turns an ankle somebody hurts something and that's going to be the time when we find out what this team is really made of and Izzo said it too at his, at his press conference he said the biggest thing that I'm looking for from this team is how they react after they lose and I, I don't know that they're going to beat Kentucky like I said, I think that's going to be a good litmus test for them, finding out where they're at, where they need to improve. Um, but I think that Kentucky game, win or lose, that's going to tell a lot about that team because they're going to have to come back and prove that that wasn't a fluke or that that's not indicative of the way they play. Either way, if they lose, it's the second game of the year. They're 1-1. One and they lost the number one team in the country preseason. That's fine. I can live with that. um if they win, they can't rest on that. They have to keep coming back and they have to keep they have to just keep at it and uh yeah, that's uh man, I can't wait for that game. We got what a week from today week from it's month, no, that's Tuesday the twelfth. Week from tomorrow. Good gravy. That is going to be... It's going to be fun. And it's going to be nerve-wracking. And I will spend the entire game pacing up and down my living room, watching that game. And uh, with any luck, I'll be able to sit down and relax by the second half. But you look at... I mean, good God. Kentucky is all freshmen. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine freshmen on their roster and two two seniors. Um that's just the way it's run at Kentucky. And I'm not that's not saying it in the in a negative way. Um but the stigma is if you go to Kentucky, you're going there for one year and you're going to do the best you can um, for that one year so that your draft stock goes through the roof. But that's not the way it goes at Michigan State. Izzo actually talked about that at his press conference He's, because I thought this was this was a very interesting quote from him. So you hear him say, he He doesn't care when guys leave, and that was one it was pretty interesting hearing him talk about pain and you heard him say i i thought he was gone he really he and you could tell that he he honestly thought pain was gonna go, and when pain changed his mind and said he wanted to come back, you heard his o say that." you better if you come back you better want to be here and you better be ready to go and just be scratching and clawing and dying to get out there and uh and I think I think that's and based on what Izzo has said he has done that he's come back and he's worked and he wants to get better and he wants this team to go as far as they can and uh and I think that's really impressive for him and Gary Harris, because I think they obviously Harris was projected as what like a number ten or some he was projected as a lottery pick um payne I think was was projected as a first rounder or second rounder <clears throat> but this team or these guys had had some serious pro aspirations, and for them to leave that and come back here and say, "We're gonna give it one more year." Harris, I think that was the right choice. Um because even though he showed a lot of talent last year, I don't think I don't think he showed everything that he could being being nagged by those uh those shoulder injuries. Um but uh but for them to come back and and talking with Gary Harris, he seems like he's excited to be back, which I was interested to see after You know, he could he could probably be making what two three million this year, but instead he came back and said, "I want to win a national championship with this team." And and that's what I that's what I that would be the only reason that I could conceive for Payne and 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 Harris coming back, because if they were just here to you know have some more fun in college. I I think they could have just as much fun playing in the NBA. Um obviously they they'd have to work a little bit more, but um but I, yeah, I think that was and I think that is indicative of where this team is mentally and where they are talent-wise because those two guys had to have stepped back and said, "All right, we have a pretty good chance here." to take this team somewhere special and for them to say no to however much money they would have gotten in the NBA and come back and say give me that national championship I think that says a lot about where these guys are mentally and I think like I said I think it's indicative of of the type of effort that they're going to put in this year and because they have a lot riding on their shoulders last year what did they start out preseason it wasn't Maybe it was okay. I don't remember, but they haven't—they haven't really been wowing anybody. Last year, they—they they had a nice run. I think they were number two. They were number two seed coming into the tournament. Maybe a number one. Now they're number two. But you know, number two seeds kind of sneak in under there. Everybody, I think a lot of people pick them, but I didn't have I didn't have Michigan State going further than, than the Sweet 16 last year, and um, I don't know. They, uh, I think they were they were too young last year, and I think that's that's the biggest thing that this team has going for them, besides obviously all the outrageous talent that they put on the floor. Um, just the experience, you know. You've got. Four returning starters. You've got two returning bench guys in, uh, um, in, not Harris, in Trice and Valentine. Um, you, and that's one thing that I haven't touched on yet that I feel foolish for yammering on this long and not bringing it up. They brought in a couple of pretty good looking, um, Michigan State brought in a couple of pretty good-looking freshmen this year. Alvin Ellis III, 6'4", 195, out of Chicago, De La Salle. Um, and, uh, and the big man, Gavin Schilling, also out of Chicago, went to Findlay Prep in uh, Henderson, Nevada. The guy speaks like three languages, uh, lived in Germany for a while. He's 6'9", 240, a freshman. Um Izzo likes these guys. Obviously, otherwise he wouldn't have recruited them. Um But uh I don't know how much PT they're gonna get. I think Schilling will be used sparingly. He's a he's a huge guy. And I think he's he's gonna play some good defense. You know, six nine, two forty. That's uh Yeah, I mean he's Adrian Payne's size. Payne goes six ten, two forty five. I think if Schilling can uh I, think, I don't know. Schilling looked a little goofy to me at uh, at Midnight Madness. He just looked, I don't know if it was the stage, if he's just got to get used to it. He looked a little, uh, I don't know. He didn't look like he was, he didn't have the same type of confidence that I think Gary Harris came in with last year. Harris came in, and I expected him to be you know, a good shooter, but not necessarily reigning like he did. Um, but I think that's going to be, obviously, it's a it's a development process. They're the only two true freshmen on the team. Kaminsky is a red shirt. Um, be interesting to see how he goes. I think, I'm pretty sure. Hold on. If I remember right, Izzo referred to Kaminsky as one of the best pure shooters on this team, which is saying something. When you're, uh, um, when you're when you're thinking about who plays on this team, when you have Gary Harris, one of the best, one of the top ten guys coming out for the uh, for the draft this year, and he uh, (laughs) and Kaminsky is being touted as one of the best pure shooters. That is impressive. Um, that's uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's gonna be interesting. It really is. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a heck of a team, and that's that's all I can say right now. Hopefully, in a couple weeks, we'll have a better picture of what this team is gonna look like and just how how competitive they're gonna be. As to whether it's going to be another year of high expectations early, falter against the against the team like Kentucky or even a UNC. I, I don't think that UNC game should be too big a problem. Um, I, the Michigan State is a tough team to beat in the Breslin. Um, I mean, it's understandable. Got one of the best, if not the best, um, if not the best student section in the in the country. Um but uh but yeah that's all I got for right now. Um like I said lots more stuff coming. We'll have a uh we'll have a recap tomorrow. Just something written for the uh for the game and uh <laughs> fasten your seat belts folks. This is gonna be I can't wait. I really And that's all there is to it. I can't wait for that Kentucky game because that's going to be that's going to be when I can really start getting excited. Or say, all right, we got some work to do yet, and uh, it's going to be fun, and it's going to be heart wrenching, and uh, hopefully, in oh I don't know what four months, five months. six months six months yeah let's say six months hopefully in six months I can say we're getting ready for the national championship game this is what we need to look at and uh, and here we go that's all I got for today as I said my name is Andrew Hayes Gonna be doing this once a week. Impact Is Zone. Hopefully next time we'll have a little bit of an intro, a little bit of outro music for you. Right now it's just all acapella. But uh like I said, gonna be a heck of a year. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to hanging out with you guys. Um as I said on Twitter, uh Haze twenty two is that tag. Um tweet at me ask me any questions that you want me to talk about at the uh on the show and uh like i said gonna be a lot of fun good talking to you see you in a week go green so just got done recording all of my uh all of my analyses for this week and uh you know as happens sometimes in this technology based industry i uh i found that all of my sound bites from media day and uh midnight madness are gone i don't know what happened to them can't find them but you know it happens so this is kind of a dry run where uh We'll get it right. Right now though, you're just gonna have to take my word for it that uh that Izzo actually said what he said and the players actually said what they said. Um But that's that's all I got to say right now. I'm pretty bummed about it. But uh there's the uh there's the director's commentary on this one. So whenever you hear me say uh you know Here's this, here's whatever. Um, yeah, that was supposed to be in there, but just never made it. So, sorry about that. Uh, next week, going to be a heck of a lot of cleaner. But uh, right now, this is what we got. So, at least you got to hear me talk for half an hour. There's a gift for you. Um, once again, my name is Andrew Hayes, host of the Impact Zone. Have a great week. Go Green!